What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Everything Extraordinary Podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Downen. Hope you guys are enjoying your week so far and are ready for the weekend. Um, have a couple things to talk about. Uh, I went to the uh, Summer Smash Festival over this weekend, and it was, it was pretty wild. I mean, I went for the whole three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Got to see a lot of cool artists perform, like Playboy Cardi, Uzi, uh, Trippy Red, Ski, uh, and a lot more. So uh, that's the main thing I'm going to be talking about this podcast, just my experience there. Hope you guys are ready to listen into this amazing podcast. And uh, yeah, let's just get into it. All right. So starting with Friday, me and my little friend group went at about, let me see, we probably left at about like 11 a.m. to go to Chicago because from Freeport to Chicago, it's probably around like two hours. So uh, got there out around like one, I think. And, uh, one or two, I don't know, there was a lot of traffic, um, there was a shit ton of people, I mean, fuck, I mean, it's a festival, you know, what do you expect, but, um, yeah, there was a lot of people, um, the problem was, is that, um, we had issues finding a hotel, because there were some problems with the hotel, and, you know, it was just kind of fucked, so we had to wait till, like, the very last minute, like, I'm talking about, like, after the first day of the festival, we had to find a hotel. So we ended up having to pay like a fucking premium, which kind of sucked. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, it's all good. Uh, but, yeah, first day was fucking... It, it was pretty fun, man. Um, I just really didn't know what to expect. I mean, I expected there to, again, be a lot of people. Uh, I've been to about like five other concerts so far. So, I mean, I, I was kind of prepared to be squished and, and be in mosh pits and shit. So I was ready for that. You know, I'm a mosh pit type of guy. So, um, the notable artists of the first day were of course, Uzi, um, I seen Trippy Red. I got to see, uh, BK the Ruler. BK the Ruler was actually the first, uh, artist I've seen perform that day. So that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, I got in right around the time the gates opened. Um, I did get to see Young Bands. That was fun. He played a lot of good songs. He was very, uh, he was very interactive with his crowd. He got really close to my side. Um, I think I got some pictures of him. But overall, I mean, I was just pretty excited to see Uzi perform. I'd never seen him perform. And usually he has pretty good performances, so... Um, it lived up to the hype. He played uh, a lot of classics. I really wanted to see Bean. He played that. He played Money Longer. Uh, he played Do What I Want. Um, a lot of his new stuff too, but also a lot of classics. So I really, uh, I really appreciated that. Next day, um, was June 18th, which if you guys didn't know, was actually the fourth year anniversary of XXXTentacion's death. So I was, uh, I was uh, really ready to see Ski Master Some God perform, obviously, because, you know, that was like his best friend. And uh, I think it was just really special for Ski to perform on the 18th. Um, I don't know if that was planned or not, but I, I, I feel like it was planned, you know, to be that way. But I seen Ski. That was probably the highlight of my night. Um, that was the last person I seen perform. I low-key kind of wish I seen Post Malone perform. You know, I, I was kind of... I was kind of uh, sleeping on him for a little bit, you know, like, I know that he's a good artist, but I don't know, I just think of, like, White Iverson and uh, Rockstar, and it's like, that's it, but he actually has some, he he actually has some bangers, so it's like, I, I actually started walking, <laughs> I started walking, and I couldn't, on all three of the days, I just started walking, and I could not find my friends at all, like, we tried to stay close, but we just could not stay close at all, which was fine. I mean, it, it kind of makes it more fun, make it makes it more uh, adventurous. Yeah, day two, I'd say my uh, favorite performance was definitely Ski Master Slum God. I did also see Lil Tecca, G Herbo. Uh, seen a little bit of Lil Tracy. Um, yeah, we kind of uh, we weren't we weren't really trying to get in that early because gates opened at 12 on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, we were definitely trying to look around in Chicago for a little bit, but 
you know, I think with uh, all the earlier performances, we weren't really too hyped about them. I mean, like, you know, there's not really too many people we know, but I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, you know, I really just wanted to see Ski Master Slam God perform and G Herbo. We got there around like 3.30 or something, and uh, I think around that time, I think Ski was like 7 or something, or 7.45. I don't remember exactly, but he was towards the nighttime, so we had to wait a little bit, but, you know, we got food, um, took some pictures, um, I mean, like I said, it was crowded as fuck, you know, and... For it being my first festival, I don't know if I'd want to go to a festival again. I mean, like, I I can't say I didn't enjoy myself. It was definitely a great fucking time. You definitely kind of need some of that time to kind of just sit there and soak it all in and relax for a little bit. You know, I feel like, you know, you should uh, spend it how you want to spend it. I mean, if you bought the ticket, you can really do whatever you want there. You can go get food. You can, you know, chill for a little bit in the shade. It was really hot out. But it, honestly, it really wasn't that hot, um, which was I, I was very happy about. The G Herbo set was really crowded. Um, he played a lot of his classics, a lot of newer shit. I've seen G Herbo in uh, at a show before. Um, it definitely wasn't the size of the Summer Smash Festival, of course, but um, he did play a lot of songs. He's definitely one of the top rappers out of Chicago, so I could see why his crowd was so hyped. Um, he performed at the biggest stage, which was the Lyrical Lemonade stage. And yeah, speaking of the stages, there was three stages. Okay, there was... It really went from like small, medium, and large. So small stage was the Lenny Lenny's Tent stage. The second stage, which was like more of like the medium-sized stage, was the speaker box stage. And the biggest stage... Um, also known as like the main stage was the lyrical lemonade stage and you know they varied from uh, capacity I guess you want to say um, which I, I feel like that was I think I think that was a good idea I think you know to have when, when you have a festival where you have like Uzi and Cardi and Post Malone headlining you know those are fucking major artists so you know you need you need to have like a bigger stage for them but you also need to have a medium-sized stage for, like, Lil Tecca or uh, Lil Skies or, uh, you know, just stages like that. Um, yeah, you need to have the artist popularity match this, the size of the stage. And, you know, I feel like they did a pretty good job at that. Um, I know the the Ski Master Sump God set was, was very packed. Um, I was more towards the front, luckily, so I really didn't see how packed it was, but that was, uh, that was very fun. Uh, Ski Master Some God was my first concert, so I was very excited to see him again. Um, he played, uh, H2O, Look at Me, of course, and, uh, of course, Take a Step Back. I feel like Take a Step Back is one of, like, the best mosh pitting songs for, like, rap or maybe just, like, music in general, but, like, it's definitely a great mosh pit song, but, yeah, he played Take a Step Back, Look at Me, H2O, um, he played a Chew, um, I think he played Catch Me Outside, I'm trying to think of what else, um, yeah, he just played a lot of, a, a lot of songs, um, some songs I haven't heard before, um, performed live at least, uh, but before that was Lil Tecca, and they were going crazy for Lil Tecca, Lil Tecca actually had to stop the show, like, probably like four times, I think, um, the crowds are getting really crazy, I mean, like, around that time, I don't know if it was the second day or the first day, I think it was the second day, but, yeah, man, they were going fucking nuts. The fucking each side was throwing bottles and, you know, I'm talking like, I'm talking about like bottles of water like that are full and fucking uh, beer cans and jewels and fucking shoes. I saw someone, I saw hella people throw their shoes at each other, fucking phone cases, fucking anything. They were throwing shit back and forth at each other. And we were kind of having like a war. It was really funny though. I'm not going to lie, but you know, I didn't get hit, I don't think I got hit, maybe like once, but I was trying to protect myself as best I could, but I wasn't throwing shit, because I feel like, you know, like, you know, that you you probably really shouldn't throw shit, uh, but, I mean, people are gonna do what they wanna do, man, I mean, you can't stop them, so, um, 
yeah, I, I left after Ski Master Sum God. I actually took my shirt off because it was getting really fucking hot. And also my shirt said uh, Long Live Ja on it. So I wanted to show at, show that off more, um, you know, and uh, just pay homage to X, you know, because if you know me, you know, that's one of my favorite artists of all time. So, you know, I really had to really had to pay homage there. And uh, yeah, I mean, I really only saw G Herbo, Ski, um, Lil Tecca. And then that was really it. I mean, which is OK. I mean, I heard Polo G was kind of a. Uh, not not the best. I heard his the crowd was kind of lame. Um, I did see a little bit little Tracy's set, but that was pretty much it for day two. Um, I think after that, or was it before it? I think before no, actually before that, I I got to visit the uh, Half Evil store in Chicago for the first time, which I was very excited to do because I've visited Chicago like the past couple times and I just haven't been able to go down there because it's either been like closed or something's fucking been going on, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but I did cop some, I did cop a couple things. I cops, uh, a tee, um, some slides and a zip up hoodie. And, you know, it was all very affordable and the employees were very nice and, you know, I gave them some of my business cards, you know, and, uh, yeah, it was just very fun, very, very good vibes. My friend got a t-shirt, but yeah, overall pretty good vibes. Um, you know, and it, even, even like after the show was really fun, got to talk to my friends, got to just hang out with them and kind of just get away from Freeport for a little bit and, uh, just hang out with them, chop it up uh, do some fun, wild shit, um, we did end up finding a hotel, luckily, and it was actually a pretty decent hotel, I mean, for the price, it wasn't too bad, for the price, it wasn't really too bad, um, you know, it was pretty close to the, uh, Sears Tower, or the Willis Tower, whatever you want to call it, um, we got to walk around a little bit, do some shopping, drive around, uh, it was really hard to find parking too, man. They, they Chicago be fucking taxing on their fucking parking. Jesus Christ! I mean, I saw fucking fifty-seven dollars a night to just fucking park. I mean, it was fucking insane, dude. But uh, you know, we 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 got through it. We found our ways. It's hard to rank these days. You know, which ones were better than the others? You know, I feel like they all equally were uh, pretty fire. I feel like Uzi was my favorite performance for Friday. Saturday was definitely Ski Mask. And then, you know, I'm about to get into Sunday. Um, Sunday was pretty fucking wild, man. We went, uh, we woke up, got clocked out, went to get some breakfast uh, at this one nice spot. I think it was called the uh, Melly Cafe, I think. It was uh, downtown. It was pretty cool. Had, had had decent prices for, you know, what we got. It filled me up. So that's great. Um, wasn't overly expensive. They had a bathroom, luckily. Speaking of bathrooms, dude. Oh my God, that shit pissed me off, dude. There was this fucking one lady. We went, we walked into this gas station, right? I really need, we all need to take a piss. The signs on the door said bathroom out of order or some bullshit but i heard like people flushing the fucking toilets and shit and people were coming out there and a dude even came out and was like the bathroom works dude you just gotta wait till someone comes out because like the door was locked or some shit um from the outside for whatever fucking reason but and then the cashier lady came up to us and was like no nah, you guys can't you know use the bathroom here it doesn't work get out and i was like oh my god what the fuck dude can't people like take a shit like why the fuck can we go to the bathroom here like what the fuck man you know i don't know that's just how chicago is i don't know if people do drugs in the bathroom i don't know if people just sleep in the bathroom i don't know what the fuck goes on in the bathroom but that shit's fucking annoying not being able to use any fucking bathroom it's like either the place doesn't have a bathroom or they have fucking bathroom codes or you know they fucking pretend it's out of order just so they could use it like what the fuck man I don't know, but it pisses me off. Or you gotta pay to use it. I don't fucking know. All I know is, you know, we survived. <laughs> um, and that's really what you gotta do when you're in a big-ass city like that. I don't know how other cities are. You know, I'm, I'm sure they might be similar, but 
Chicago, man, you just need to fucking survive. You know, if you need to fucking take a... No wonder people fucking take pisses and shits in the alleys because you can't find any fucking bathrooms. They're fucking open there. What the fuck? You know, but I guess maybe other people ruin that for other people. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Sunday. Um, let's see. Got to see Playboy Cardi, Lil Yachty, um, Ken Carson. And then, yeah, it was really pretty much like the same ordeal as Saturday. Got there at around like 2.30 or 3 or some shit. I don't know. There just, there just wasn't really that many like artists we were trying to see. You know, if I want to check out a new artist, I'm going to check it out by myself. You know, it's not really like the best timing for me to check out a new artist while I'm at their concert. I feel like, you know, like when I, it's a lot better if I know the artist's music for me to turn up, you know, obviously, but, um, after, after Friday, I'd say I, I, I really wanted to wait to get into the uh the big crowd at the Playboy Cardi concert um at the Lyrical Lemonade stage with that being the biggest stage yeah I, I definitely wanted to wait because man it can get fucking brutal you get really sweaty I had to keep a water bottle in my pocket um you know luckily there were uh the security the security was really fucking good um they had fans they had a ton of security they were passing out water they were getting people, you know, to to get out the way if they needed to get someone that fainted. And I saw a lot of fainted people. Um, they were really doing their job very well. So shout out to them. Um, and, you know, that's the reason why this festival and so many other festivals are such a success is because due to the security. Um, now, I can't lie. I, 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 I got to say, I've I seen people jump the fences. I've seen people fucking fight and uh, not seeing security do anything about it. You know, I've seen some some moments where there's like, you know, they can improve on. But, you know, what what are you going to do? I mean, you can't you can't stop every bad thing that's happened. And there's fucking tens of thousands of fucking people here. And, you know, I don't know how many security people there were. But, you know, uh, the amount of concert goers were de- definitely outnumbered the uh, security. <laughs> Um, but overall, they, overall, they did pretty good. Um, I stayed pretty hydrated. There were people passing back water, you know, like someone would take a sip and then pass it back, take a sip, pass it back, take a sip till it was all empty. Uh, you know, repeat that process, you know, and a lot of people had water bags, but you know, I really didn't want to carry anything on me. You know, it kind of sucked that I even had to have my fucking phone and my wallet on me. Uh, in my pockets and shit because i didn't even want that to fall out because like dude if you drop something no matter what it is if you drop your phone your wallet a shirt uh a can of whatever you you know if your hat slips off and falls nine times out of ten you're not getting it back you know i'm just gonna be honest with you um especially especially at nighttime and especially in the bigger pits, I mean, like, you can barely even get people to fucking, you know, move, because we're all scrunched up next to each other like sardines, so, you know, even if you wanted to listen, even if you wanted to move to help someone out, you really can't, you know, it's really hard to, but I was definitely remaining respectful of other people's, uh, um, spaces, I saw a couple people, um, you know, fall down, and I instantly tried to help them up, um, but yeah, I seen a couple people fall down, and as soon as they fell down, you know, usually they were right back up, um, even when, like, people needed to tie their shoes, people would try to make a little circle so they could, you know, bend down and tie their shoes, um, if they lost something, people would try to help find it, um, overall, the crowd was pretty helpful to each other, um, there definitely were those moments where the crowd seemed to be very immature, you know, like throwing shit at each other, um, fighting and shit. But I did see one fight happen personally, and I think the dude still tried to steal something from someone. So, you know, he probably got what he deserved. <laughs> um, but I mean, people weren't, uh, you know, purposely trying to fuck with people, you know, for the most part. Um, there were a lot of immature people. 
you know, that uh, worth just, you know, making it sucky for other people. Like, really just, like, like, why are you throwing full fucking water bottles at people? Like, that shit can get people hurt, you know? And, and it could just, like, like, there's just no... It makes them look stupid as fuck. Like, it's just not... It's not cool. Like, I seen a dude right in front of me get hit with a fucking... Uh, like, a, like, I don't know if it was, like, a crushed can or something, but he got fucking cracked, bro. <laughs> you know? And, uh, I don't know, man. It's, I'm not trying to be, like, a, like, a, like, a downer, but, like, fuck, man. It's, it's just, like, it can just get ridiculous sometimes. Like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, though. I was kind of fucking laughing my ass off when, uh, we were having, like, that little war of throwing shit back and forth at each other, you know? But, um... It just depends really what you're throwing, I guess, and how hard you're throwing it. Like, if you're really just launching shit at people, I don't know. Sometimes a crowd could just get kind of annoying sometimes. But, I mean, like, really, what do you expect uh, when you're at a festival? Especially a rap festival. It's like, you know, rap festivals, you know, you got these young kids. Especially when you got artists like, you know, Playboy Cardi and Uzi and Travis Scott, where they go nuts for, like they'll do fucking anything for um and and a lot of these people they don't have any fucking like common sense or like human decency to take care of one another like if we just had some human decency and we kept each other hydrated and picked each other up and uh you know just helped each other out like like humans you know we're all trying to enjoy this shit you know we're all trying to rage and go crazy and and uh mosh pit and whatnot but and you know you may get a few scars here and there i, I got a couple bruises but you know it's all in good fun it's not like you don't want to see people you know suffocate to death which is a very scary thing to um endure i imagine because you know like i'm five six or five seven or five eight or something and i weigh like i don't even know like one 160 maybe 160 to 170 i guess so you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a pretty heavy person um not too heavy but but i feel like i'm pretty strong so you know i i can sort of take care of myself for the most part you know but it doesn't matter how strong you are you know when you have that 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 crowd surge of of people behind you um you really can't stop that shit you know if you're in the middle of it you can't be one person stopping it. There's just, there's just, it's just not happening. You know, it's like thousands of pounds, just, just, just of force, just pushing you. You know, it's like you're a wave. You know, and all you can really see is your shoulders and up. Um, but you know, sometimes you'd get a little bit of space, but other times, man, you couldn't even fucking stand still, and and sometimes you can't breathe, and you know, it's a really shitty situation sometimes, um, you know, and that's, that's like, that's like the sucky realization of it is like, you think shit's all fun and games till you're actually in it, you know, and when you're in it for like 40 minutes, but, you know, I mean, if you like that shit, then, you know, it's fun, you know, I, I, personally, me, I like a little challenge, I like being like, you know, get me out of my comfort zone for a little bit, and that's exactly what happened, when I was at the Playboy Cardi set, well, actually, okay, let me, let me start talking about Playboy Cardi for a second, um, specifically this set, because this is my first time seeing him, and it was such a legendary performance that I just want to talk about that whole set for a minute, because it was probably the best set of the day, to be honest. Um, all right, so me and my friend Elijah, we kind of just, uh, we kind of watched uh, Yee perform and Lil Yachty perform. We did, we did, we went, we wanted to save our energy for Playboy Cardi, basically, because we knew it was gonna be a fucking crazy performance. We know that Cardi fans are crazy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we really just wanted to save our energy for that. Um, so we got some of the drink and relaxed for a little bit, and then we started to head over there. Um, we were all the way in the back on the right side. And we kind of started to creep in a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think it was towards the... It was definitely towards the end of the Lil Yachty set. We started to creep in the crowd towards the end of the Lil Yachty set while people are, you know, leaving back. Which I was kind of confused by. Because I thought that everyone just wanted to see Playboy Cardi. So I didn't think that people would start leaving. 
Um, so we kind of had to like run through a little maze of people and we ended up getting really fucking close. Like I'm talking about like, this was like definitely the closest I've been at this stage, which was the biggest stage, the, the lyrical lemonade stage. Um, and it was right, like I said, it was right after Lil Yachty. Um, this was the last performance of the night. I'm pretty sure. And end of the whole festival. Um, I think it started at like 8.45, if I'm not mistaken, 8.45 or 8.55. Um, so we started to get in the crowd towards the end of the Lil Yachty set. Got really close. Probably, we got probably around like the, we got probably around like four or five rows back of the gates, of the front gates. Um, so yeah, we were really close to the stage. Um, this is the closest I've been the whole festival. And, uh, I was really surprised just because I, I, I thought that there would be a lot more people trying to get to the front. Um, so I thought it would just be impossible to get that close, but it really wasn't. Um, actually it was fairly easy. Um, I, I'd say probably like, 10 I'd say like 10 rows back was where it kind of stopped getting really stuffy and uh but there were definitely a lot of people coming in um because there were still more performances going on and shit so people wanted to see more people and but they also wanted to definitely see Playboy Cardi so then people started coming me and Elijah were really just waiting to see Playboy Cardi so we waited and uh it was definitely worth it I mean we got in I mean, it was only like a 30-minute time span till Cardi came on, which was, you know, great because I had waited, I had waited an hour in in the same crowd, around the same spot, really, uh, to go from Trippy Red's performance to Uzi's performance, and that shit kind of sucked <laughs> because, you know, we had to fucking wait a whole hour just standing there, really doing nothing. I mean, there was. I don't think there was even a music playing. Um, so we kind of just stood there and, and waited in this crowd of people. And, uh, you know, an hour, I mean, you know, can feel like forever in, uh, when you're right there. But so, yeah, uh, and we really surrounded ourselves around uh, good people. I mean, you know, it was really people in the same boat. Uh, it was great to find people that actually, you know, passed the water bottle and you know got people up and you know apologize and 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 you really don't even need to apologize if you have your fucking um if you're all up on someone because i mean everyone's all up on someone so you know you can't really do anything but there were people apologizing like it was it was just great it was uh sincere it was nice but i definitely wanted to get a good amount of videos uh at the festival Sometimes it was really hard too because, you know, you you definitely do not want to lose your phone, and that was like the last thing I wanted to do was lose my fucking phone, especially it being broken because like, when you lose your phone there, you definitely know it's about to get broken, it's about to get stomped on, it's uh, it's gonna get all sorts of fucked up, you know, because my pants got fucked up the second day, the first and the second day, you know, everything I was wearing got fucked up. It was either all sweaty. It was either torn apart, you know, my one fucking pants I was wearing that has all the distress in them. Um, that shit was all fucked up. It, it was missing like half of the leg. It was crazy, but, you know, it was really fun to, to, you know, be in that. But also at the same time, say I was in that shit because, you know, it's kind of difficult to go through that shit and come out. Because, you know, it can get kind of difficult while you're in there, you know, if you don't have a lot of water um you can get really dehydrated and fucking you're just jumping up and down for fucking you know an hour or so uh, around a lot of other people so um it can get really crazy it can get really hectic but the show came on um cardi actually had like a little uh stage set up he had like this little like pyramid or whatever um it was really fucking cool I kind of predicted that he would get on top of it because <laughs> he had like a little, this little, um, I forgot what you call it. it was, I, 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 I'm just going to call it like a platform. 
he kind of had like a little platform to uh, kind of peek his head up on the on the top of like this little like pyramid, little stage design setup that he had. So he got on that. He started out with uh, Stop Breathing. He also played R.I.P., which I was fucking f- super hyped about because I love that song and I always wanted to see that song live. And I honestly didn't know that was like a rare song that he performed. Like I didn't know he didn't perform that song a lot. You know, which makes it even fucking better. Um, he performed a lot of the songs off A Whole Lot of Red. Some songs off Die Lit. Um, it was just a, like a really good set. You know, he performed a lot of classics. Um, it was it was really, really energetic. One of my favorite sets I've ever seen. I mean, like, I was drenched. I was so drenched of sweat after I took my shirt off and rang it out. And, like, legit sweat came off of it. You know, like, that's how drenched I was. Uh, But, you know, I was fucking... It was fucking insane, bro. What a perfect... Like, it was such a perfect play to put Playboy Cardi at the final, like, set of the night. You know, that really capped it off. You know, it made it really memorable for for me and my friends. So, Um, I know... Fuck, even Elijah got... Uh, closer than I did. I think he got to the gates. Um, you know, I I started off really close. We we both started off really close, like four or five rows back. Um, and uh, you know, but towards the end, fuck man, I, I probably ended up around like twenty rows back. <laughs> I mean, we were just moving around so much, you know, and it was hard to stay up, especially me trying to record and shit. You know, I was uh I was trying to get a lot of videos for that, but it was it was tons of fun. Um, I had a great time there. Um, honestly, you know, maybe I would go to another festival again. I think there's some things I would definitely do differently. Um, the lineup was pretty good this year. Some people I would have liked to see were obviously like Kanye West, um, Travis Scott, of course. Honestly, it wouldn't have been that bad to see, uh, Gunna or Young Thug. Future would be good too. Um... Also, there were special guest appearances by uh, uh, Quavo and what is it, Offset or Takeoff? I don't know. The Migos kind of split up, so it was the Migos without um, Takeoff or Offset. I forgot which one, but um, they did pretty good. Also, uh, Corday made a special appearance. A lot of people weren't expecting him. Um, but I think, you know, you know, they both did pretty decent. I, I don't think people hated the surprise guests too much. A lot of people thought it was going to be Dirk, but, um, he performed last year, I think. So a lot of people were expecting him. Someone said there were, someone said, uh, T Grizzly. And I feel like T Grizzly would actually kind of go hard. Um, he's, you know, a Midwest guy. He has a lot of bangers. I feel like, a lot of his songs would be great to listen live, um, especially with like Lil Yachty performing. They they could have performed uh, D to the A, um, which actually I think Lil Yachty did perform D to the A, but there was no T Grizzly. Um, I can't really think of anyone else I'd like to be a special guest. I mean, it could just be anyone, really. I mean, I would love to see Kanye West perform. I would love to see Travis Scott, obviously, but, you know, I don't know. Those are very, very big artists, you know, and those are artists you'd want to make like headline, you know, to, to draw in people. But I think this year, I mean, Uzi, Post Malone, Playboy Cardi, you know, those are pretty good headliners. Um, yeah, I think, uh, definitely one of my favorite, uh, I can't even I can't even say concert because it was a festival and concerts and festivals are two very different things. But um, yeah, Lyrical Lemonade, they pulled it off other than the prices, man. They were charging four dollars for a water and ten dollars for a can of lemonade, which was pretty fucking insane. I mean, I kind of wanted some of the lemonade, but ten dollars, man, shit. I know it's like special. It's like a special can or whatever, but the four dollars for water had me very fucked up i mean it was that shit was insane but um luckily they had free refills um at like the little water stations they needed more water stations though they only had two 
Um, I feel like I feel like just maybe like one or two more would have been ideal, but you know they're very huge like tanks of water. I don't know what the fuck they were, but you know so many people were thousands of people were getting water. Um, you know by the minutes, so you know you need a shit ton of water. You need lots and lots of gallons of water to sustain um those many fucking people for sure so you know i understand so you know they did a pretty good job i really didn't expect douglas park to be that fucking big it was fucking huge dude holy shit (laughs) that shit was fucking huge um i can't really think of anything else i could critique uh yeah the prices were very expensive for a lot of things you know, like, they make you throw away, like, bottles and shit or whatever, but, like, as soon as you get in, then they're like, okay, well, now you can buy whatever, you know, whatever you just threw away, you know, and it's like, what the fuck, why couldn't I just keep, you know, what I just fucking brought, it, it, I, I know how they do shit, you know, they do that shit on purpose, but, you know, I mean, I guess that's what you kind of have to expect when you go to a festival, you know, that's definitely what I expected, and, uh, you know, I bought water each day just because, you know, you need water, uh, especially at a festival, you know, but I kept that bitch on me. I kept that water bottle for the whole day, you know, kept refilling it and refilling it. And, uh, yeah, um, they did really good. I only got food like once and I didn't even get food. I got horchata and the horchata was all right. Um, it was like nine dollars for a cup, you know, and I, and I know they're gonna fucking charge the most insane prices, so it, it's really whatever. That's why I, I really did not want to get food there, um, but it's whatever. Um, I also did get tacos from this one place. I think it was called Taco Pros. I don't know if that was. I think that was before day two, but that was really fun. Um, those tacos were great. I had another horchata. Definitely one of the best horchatas I've ever had. Um, one of the best steak, steak tacos I've ever had. (laughs) Um, yeah, they know how to do it. They're, they're definitely taco pros, (laughs) but, but yeah, overall pretty great fucking weekend, man. It was very fun seeing a lot of artists. I'm glad that I can check a lot of them off my checklist, you know, like Uzi, Cardi, um, Trippy Red, <clears throat> um young bands um yeah i've already seen uh g herbo ski mask i wish i could have saw don Tolliver again I, f- I feel like he would have been uh, a perfect set for this uh summer smash um i also did get to see chase b perform his set which is very good uh he's a uh, travis scott's dj um also got to see Zach FTP throw out some clothing from his uh, brand FTP. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get anything, but it's okay. You know, I own enough FTP for now, so it's all good. Um, <laughs> the next topic I did want to talk about, though, is the NBA Finals are now over. The Warriors are your 2022 NBA Finals champions. I did predict that they would win it in six. Um... And, you know, I knew it was going to be a close matchup, um, but the Warriors just look like they, they, they just dominated, you know, in the past, like, two games. And uh, Steph Steph Curry finally won finals MVP, um, you know, and I knew he would win it sometime. You know, he's already a two-time MVP, one-time unanimous MVP, um, you know, and he's uh, definitely one of the greats. You know, and and it's like, you know, people are trying to think like, you know, now he's a top 10 NBA player of all time, you know, and although he's 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 proved a lot in uh in the past couple years, you know, the, the past, I'd say, like 10 years, probably he's 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 proved a lot. You know, he's won four championships. I definitely could see why he would be considered a top 10 player of all time. You know, it's just hard to choose who he is over, you know, because there's definitely been a lot of great players, you know, and, uh, um, I would definitely say he is at, he's at least top 20 now, you know, he's, he's got his fourth ring. He's got two MVPs. Um, I think he's only been in like the league for like 
13, 14 years, you know, which is, which is sort of a while, but, you know, I'd say he still probably has about, you know, um, another five, six, maybe seven years, you know, like, you know, I definitely could see him going the length of, you know, LeBron James or someone, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he'll stay as great as LeBron James has, you know, in, in, in 19 or 20 years of, of playing in the NBA, but, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, I definitely feel like he's still a, uh, he's still a, he's still a top, you know, he's still a top five player in today's game. Um, you know, and he, and he definitely proved that within this series. Um, he already has four fucking rings, <laughs> um, you know, already, you know, it's crazy to think about it. Um, like, you know, I just remember yesterday him just winning his first ring, um, in 2015 and, uh, you know, he's he's definitely you know there's some things to say about Steph Curry that are undebatable um like him being the the best three-point shooter of all time definitely like a top 20 player of all time um but you know we also got to shed some light on you know the younger players and also the other veterans on the Warriors lineup like you know Draymond Green Klay Thompson um and uh you know the younger players like Jordan Poole and uh, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, Gary Payton, you know, like, it's just crazy how, 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 how their play style is, how the Warriors play style is, you know, they got two of the best three-point shooters of all time on their team, right, first off, you know, that's, that's probably the thing they're most known for is how many threes they shoot, (laughs) but they also got a young core, you know, so they're definitely built for the future. You could definitely see them in the playoffs going far next year. Um, now, speaking of next year, I don't know who's going to win the finals. You know, there's a lot of trade rumors. Um, maybe Kyrie could be going to L.A., you know, the Lakers. Um, maybe, maybe LeBron James goes to the Warriors. Like, there's a lot of crazy talks right now. Um but you know, I think I think the Warriors could definitely go far. If the Warriors get LeBron James, man, <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. I, I I could just see them winning a ring again. Like, you know, you already got a championship caliber team and then you add on one of the greatest players to ever play the game, like, you know, I could definitely see them being a uh uh, top pick for NBA champions for 2023, but, um, but you know, could the chemistry be good? I mean, how how crazy would that be seeing, um, the Warriors get LeBron James? I mean, how crazy would that be? You know, like it was always Cavaliers versus Warriors and Steph Curry versus LeBron James always at it at each other's throats and other teammates. You know, like, we've seen it in the All-Star game, and, you know, it seemed like they had pretty good chemistry, like, and you can see that LeBron James definitely wants to play with Steph Curry, you know. Um, I don't know if Curry wants to play with LeBron James. I don't know if the feelings are mutual. Um, You know, it would definitely be something very, very historic to see, though. I mean, fuck, you talk about uh, dream duo, like, LeBron James and Curry, like, that's... (laughs) That may be unstoppable, you know, especially with the lineup they already have winning one championship already. Like what the Celtics did wrong. um, Obviously, Jason Tatum didn't perform up to par as he was expected to. Um, I still don't think he's a terrible player. I think he just has to work on performing better in those type of uh, high situation, high, high, highly intense uh, scenarios, you know, um, obviously he's still young, but you know, he's not 19 anymore. He's not, you know, that excuse of him being, you know, 19 or 20 and, you know, that shouldn't be played into effect anymore. Like, you know, he, he's already been to the playoffs 
you know, he just made the finals, like, you know, it's time for him to get on to shit, you know, like, you know, he really has to start going crazy in moments that matter, you know, he can, re- he, he can, he can perform as, as, as good as he wants to in the regular season, you know, that's only going to give you personal accomplishments, you know, like MVPs and, you know, offensive players of the year and first team NBAs, like, you know, but you want that ring though, like the ring is, that's, 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 that's what separates, you know, a lot of great players, you know. One of the biggest reasons people separate Michael Jordan and LeBron are because of finals performances. I mean, Michael Jordan is 6 for 6 and LeBron is like 4 for 10 or some shit. So, uh, you know, people look at that and they're like, "Oh shit, you know, he LeBron has been to 10 finals, but he only has 4 and Michael Jordan has, you know, he's six for six, you know, that's a hundred percent. Um, you know, so a lot of people look at that and be like, you know, automatically assume that Michael Jordan is, you know, better, but, you know, obviously a lot of, uh, statistics and, and shit are involved in, in shit like that. But, uh, you know, personally, I'd say Michael Jordan is better, you know, because you are trying to, the goal is to get that championship, right? That's their biggest goal you know, in the NBA is to get that championship. So if you can get as many as you can, you know, I'm not saying you're the, you're the greatest, you know, because you look at Bill Russell, no one's calling Bill Russell the greatest and he has 11 rings. Michael Jordan's era and LeBron James era are, 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 are very close to each other, you know, in time. So, but, but to compare it to like Bill Russell's era, it's completely, it's a completely different game. Um, so I definitely wouldn't say use rings as a way to measure people's greatness, but it's definitely a factor, you know, like if you're getting 11 rings, you got to be doing something right. You know, I mean, you're not just completely lucky, you know, there's, there's gotta be something you're doing right. You know, that's why Bill Russell's in the top 75 of all time. Um, you know, cause people look at his statistics and, you know, he definitely was one of the greats of back then. And, uh, you know, obviously the game has changed a lot, so shit's just different, you know, but, you know, I think for Jason Tatum, with him being like the, the main, the main character on that team, on the Celtics, you know, obviously you got other players like Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, but Jason Tatum is supposed to be like that main guy, you know, he's the one that put on the Kobe armband, you know, and, and who was Kobe? He was a leader. You know, Jason Tatum's looked at as the leader of the Celtics, you know, and, and towards the end of that series, man, and, and really overall in that series, he was, he was not leading anything. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty easy for the Warriors to take over towards the end of those games and, you know, just, just start hitting shots and playing defense and fuck the amount of turnovers, dude, fucking Jason Tatum had like a hundred turnovers in that series. He broke the record for the amount of turnovers in like a series. Another topic I wanted to get into was uh Lil TJ actually got shot uh yesterday and uh you know I I mean so far the uh the reports look 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 pretty positive. It looks like, you know, he'll make it out and I hope he does because uh you know I I enjoy his music. I, I definitely don't listen to him as much as I did in like, you know, 2020 but um you know I definitely had a had a lot of great memories with his music and uh you know I just hope he makes it out alive um it's unfortunate seeing you know great artists get shot you know or stabbed or you know just die in general um but I I think it looks positive I think he'll make it out but I, I really hope he does um you know, it looks like it was a, a robbery attempt. Is what I'm seeing, um, and I also seen that maybe his uh, his uh, buddies were shooting back at the robber. I'm thinking um, this is in New Jersey. Um, if you guys didn't know, Lil TJ is a New York rapper, um, and he was also friends with uh, Pop Smoke, which uh, he died in 2020. I think yeah, February of 2020, he died due to getting shot in uh Los Angeles in in another robbery. So uh you know I think with these rappers man they just need to have security. Um 
I think if you're just anyone important in general, you should have some sort of security, you know, whether it be, you know, some heavy security or whether it be, you know, your friend that has something on them, um, you know, just some sort of protection or maybe some protection yourself, you know, if you have a gun, um, cause you know, the world's fucking hectic. I mean, there's a lot of envious people out here. There's a lot of haters, and, you know, just a lot of people that just want to take people down for, for whatever reason, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, uh, a big reason some people do it is because, you know, they want something from them. They want their jewelry. They want their money. Um, maybe they just want to get attention off of it. Maybe they just really despise that person. Maybe sometimes it's personal. Um, I just hope little TJ, uh, makes it out from this and uh, recovers well and that's gonna be all for this episode everyone i hope you guys are having a good week so far i hope you guys have an even better weekend um yeah that's really all for me um got some new stuff i'm gonna be announcing soon with uh the clothing brand i'm really just trying to work on that um and you know i'm very excited to see how it goes i've just been working on the on the brand um, pretty much every day, uh, just trying to work on that and get shit, uh, get shit planned out. I got some big things I'm going to announce soon. It's not really the time to announce them now, but you know, in the next couple months, you're going to be seeing some big things for me and, uh, big things for everything extraordinary. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out, follow on social medias in the description. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Peace. Share